A Warrior's Heart, a reading by Grammy. Hello, my sweet munchkins. This is a story written for you by my dear friend, Danny Cherie. Won't you listen and learn how the fairy could lose something so very important so that you may never lose your wings? Chapter 6, Bera. Elizabeth. She knew the fountainhead was just outside her bedroom door. He was awaiting her response, but Elizabeth did not want to see him. Burrowing deeper into her covers, she pretended to sleep. After a moment, she heard the door creak open. Shutting her eyes, Elizabeth could feel the fountainhead approach her bed and sit on the edge. Sweet Elizabeth, you don't fool me. I see all. Open your eyes, child. His voice melted over Elizabeth, and warmth filled her. Opening her eyes, she was surprised at how small the fountainhead seemed. Whenever she had seen him previously, he seemed to fill the room with his presence. He always felt quite huge to Elizabeth, but now he was sitting on the edge of the bed, waiting patiently for her to stop pretending to sleep. For the first time meeting him, Elizabeth didn't feel any fear whatsoever. And in that instant, she forgot all about him stealing her wings away. In that moment, he was gentle and safe. The fountainhead watched Elizabeth intently. As soon as he knew that she felt safe, he spoke. What do you desire, Elizabeth? Elizabeth sat up. She was uncertain if she truly could speak her mind. But the longer she looked at him, the more assured of her safety she became. I want to go home. It was then, within a heartbeat, Elizabeth was reminded that she didn't have a home any longer. She looked down as her eyes filled with tears. In that instant, the fountainhead was holding her in his arms. Elizabeth, it's time we talk. Spend one whole day with me. At the end, if you do not want to stay, you may go. But my wish is that you would choose to stay. Looking up into his eyes, she knew that was a fair request. Plus, she still had many unanswered questions. Yes, I will stay for one day, she said, believing that really was all she wanted or needed. Wonderful. Miss Bess has laid out some fresh clothes for you. Once you have cleaned up, I will meet you downstairs. Your one day begins now. With those last words, the fountainhead stood and walked out of the room. Once he left, the room seemed to fill with a strange and unexpected chill. Shuddering, Elizabeth quickly got up and pranced to the wash basin. Feeling rushed, she didn't take the time for a bath. Rather, she quickly washed her face, neck, and arms. Elizabeth walked over to the dresser where a small mirror hung. It had been days since she had looked at herself in a mirror. It took her a moment to build up the courage to look. Breathing deeply, Elizabeth stole a glance and gasped. <gasps> she did not recognize the stranger looking back from the mirror. Slowly, she raised her hand to her face. 
Elizabeth had always been proud of her looks. All the fairies had been jealous of her flawless beauty. However, this time Elizabeth could not find any beauty in the stranger looking back at her. Her soft, pale skin was now covered in little scratches and calluses. There were bags underneath her usually bright green eyes, and her slender face had become overly slender. The last couple of days had definitely taken a toll emotionally and physically. Yet to Elizabeth, the biggest tragedy she saw in the mirror was the absence of her wings. She felt naked without them. What true beauty do I even have without them? She thought to herself as she swallowed back tears. <sighs> Hot, sighing heavily, Elizabeth put the mirror down and began undoing her braid. She was grateful she had always kept her dark, wavy hair in one long braid. It was the only thing that had saved her hair from the total disaster that her body had succumbed to. Picking up a brush from the dresser, Elizabeth began the arduous task of brushing the tangles from her hair. Once there was not a single tangle left, she braided it again. Feeling a little fresher, she began to inspect the clothing she was given. Pleasantly surprised, Elizabeth saw that Miss Bess had given her a dress exactly like the one she normally wore. A gentle forest green cloth engulfed her as she put it on. Never had her moss dress felt like this, but the dress wasn't the only thing given to her. Knee-high boots also lay there awaiting their use. Shaking her head, Elizabeth ignored them. Never had she worn shoes or boots, and she wasn't about to start now. Knowing she had already taken way too long getting ready, she grabbed the last remaining item, her brown belt, and ran out the door. This time, Elizabeth had a chance to look around her as she found her way downstairs. There seemed to be many rooms in the Fountainhead's home, and all without a single closed door. Some rooms were bedrooms, music rooms, and libraries. There were even rooms filled with odds and ends, which made them hard to identify. The thing that stood out the most to Elizabeth was the fact that every room was extremely unique. It was as if they were individually designed for different people. Finally, she reached the large doors. Opening one door, she descended the stairs. After going through another set of large oak doors, Elizabeth reached the entry hall where the fountainhead was in the midst of a conversation with Miss Bess. They seemed to be in a deep discussion, which prompted Elizabeth to hesitate before getting close to them. It's all right, Elizabeth. I was just giving some final instructions to Miss Bess before we leave, the fountainhead said while turning his attention toward her. Are you ready to go? Where are we going? Elizabeth asked and then thought to herself, he said nothing about going anywhere. I thought it would be good for you to get out. And with that being said, the fountain had nodded a dismissal to Miss Bess and proceeded to walk out the door. Elizabeth and Miss Bess's eyes met. Well, shoot now, me lady, she said. And it was with that bit of encouragement, Elizabeth quickly followed behind the fountainhead. Once outside, 
Elizabeth expected to see him going down his staircase, but instead he turned to the right. Elizabeth hadn't noticed the entire home before. Therefore, she was surprised to find the fountainhead walking the width of his home as he followed the porch. Realizing she was falling behind, as she was in deep thought, she quickly ran to catch up with him. This house is a mansion, Elizabeth thought, as it seemed to take forever to reach the side of the home. The fountainhead seemed to be lost in thought, so she just followed in silence as they walked a few feet down the side of the house. They came upon the stairs that led up to the weeping willow. Elizabeth followed the stairs all the way up with her eyes and still could not see where it led. It was times like this that she deeply felt the absence of her wings. Knowing that she could just fly up there made her anxious and sad at the same time. Brushing away the tears and once again shoving down the rising resentment, she thought, I promised him one day and that's what I will give him. Fountainhead. If you created everything, couldn't you have created wings for yourself? Elizabeth asked as if trying to catch him in a mistake. As he always seemed to do, the fountainhead chuckled. <laughs> no need for me to have wings. I can be anywhere in the blink of an eye. Well, if that is the case, why can't you just blink us up those stairs? Elizabeth was beginning to feel as though it hadn't been a good idea to question the fountainhead. She was noticing one tended to be wrong, which Elizabeth did not enjoy. I need the exercise, he replied smartly. Without looking back, the fountainhead began walking up the stairs. Thinking he could not see her, Elizabeth silently repeated what he said with a mocking voice and rolled her eyes. I'm flattered that you think I don't need exercise, the fountainhead said without even looking back. She blushed. How did he even see me do that? Elizabeth ducked her head in embarrassment. <sighs> Sighing, she continued following silently behind him. Once they reached the top, Elizabeth gasped. <gasps> They stepped onto a deck that reached the span of the entire tree, several hundred feet long. On the deck, there were over a hundred sparrows, all beautiful, and anxiously awaiting their arrival. Bera! He called out. Elizabeth startled as the fountainhead's voice boomed throughout the weeping willow. She then watched in amazement when the entire lot of sparrows began fluttering their wings and shifting their feet. Something was coming. She could feel it. Elizabeth's heart beat with the drum of the sparrow's wings. Moments passed without her seeing what all the uproar was about until the most massive white sparrow she had ever seen was revealed as the smaller sparrows parted. Elizabeth couldn't help but feel a little frightened. The white sparrow walked up to the fountainhead and bowed his head as low as he could. Bera, it's been a long time, old friend. The fountainhead spoke tenderly as he embraced Bera. They then began to speak a language Elizabeth was not familiar with. She supposed it was the language of the sparrows. She watched them very closely and tried to decipher what they were saying. 
Bera kept looking at her as the fountain gestured in her way. Feeling a bit uncomfortable, Elizabeth crossed her arms and sighed heavily, loud enough for them to hear her. They didn't even notice, which only annoyed her more. She was just about to say something when the fountainhead leaped onto the back of Bera with such grace it surprised her. He then directed Bera towards Elizabeth and held out his hand. Will you fly with me, my dear Elizabeth? Elizabeth began to get all choked up. The mere thought of being caught up in the air once more took her breath away. Grabbing his hand, the fountainhead hoisted her up behind him. Hey, hey, Bera. And they were off. Elizabeth held tightly as they soared through the skies. She couldn't help the tears streaming down her face as the feeling of freedom whipped through her heart. Will I ever feel this way again? She thought, yet she refused to ponder it any longer. Determined to seize the moment, she let go of the fountainhead and threw her arms out, all the while laughing and shouting, freedom! The fountainhead smiled hugely and laughed aloud. The very sound of his laugh brought a deep, unexplainable joy within Elizabeth. Together, they celebrated their freedom through the flight.